Okay, the Rebbe is explaining the advantage of biti. So at the, the, the first shot, the, the first explanation, the first part of the explanation that the Rebbe teaches is that the hamshocha, the level of elokus drawn down through the aveda biti, which is kima mitzvahs, is higher than the level of elokus drawn down through Talmud Torah or Mesiris Nefesh. Because Talmud Torah and Mesiris Nefesh, since there's more of my aveda involved, there's more of me involved, obviously in a positive way, but there's still more of me involved. So that means that whatever level of elokus is drawn down is commensurate to the aveda that I did from below. Whereas by mitzvahs, the Rebbe said an amazing thing. The mitzvah, there's no Veda from below per se, meaning the action that we do is, is basically an innocuous action. It has no intrinsic value. The value comes from the, from the mitzvah. And that's all from above. So that's unlimited. That was the first pshat the Rebbe said. First idea the Rebbe said. It's not really a different pshat. The Rebbe is going to explain this is also relevant to the Avedah. Because at, at, in, in the beginning of Ais Gimel, we're certainly saying that the Avedah Ruchnis of learning and of Masiris Nefesh is higher than the Avedah Ruchnis of mitzvahs. Adar up. There's very little Avedah. You just do what you're supposed to do. But your Mamshich Atzmus Ereinsef, why are you Mamshich Atzmus Ereinsef? Because it's not so much coming from you, it's coming from a Kaddish Baruch. And that is the last thing we saw. Let's see the, the first lines on Reish Pei Hei. And that's Vezeo Roni Vesimchi Bastzian Ki Hineni Ba Veshechanti Besechech. So the Rebbe explains there's two different understandings, two different ideas that we learn from those two words, Hineni Ba. Hineni and Ba. First Hineni. Hineni Muchan Mi'atzmi. I'm coming. It's me. Hineni. Here I am. Not so much as a function of the arousal from below. That doesn't mean we, we obviously have to do the mitzvah. But the, the kedusha of the mitzvah comes from Kaddish Baruch not from us. Now Rabbi Tanya, in, in, in Tanya, in the discussion of Kavana, so the Rabbi asks a very, very powerful question. He answers it. But the, the other Rabbi asks a very powerful question. What in the world is Kavana about in doing a mitzvah? The mitzvah is the Ratzon of a Kaddish Baruch how can it possibly be that my kavana, as limited as it must be, as amazing as it might be, but it's still limited because it's coming from me, how can that possibly add anything to the mitzvah? The mitzvah is the Eivishter. So I have a certain kavana. Okay, but say that's still me. It's limited. So that explains what the advantage of kavana to the extent that it affects me more in, in my conscious reality, but in terms of the actual mitzvah, it doesn't affect the mitzvah per se. The mitzvah is the Ebesh. So, Kihineni, that's Muchan mi Atzmi, Loya Yidei Zuzulatata, Ba, and I'm coming. Ani Ba Atzmi, the Ebesh is coming. Kaviyoko Loyen Sev Baruch Umanish. Okay, Viyesh Loisif. So, that be adds. The biti, the advantage of the aveda of biti, al aveda dachaisi v'imi, the aveda v'chaisi again, which is Talmud Torah, imi, mesiras nefesh. He is not only relative to the hamshacha, which we just talked about, the level of godliness drawn down, and we said the level of godliness drawn down through biti is higher because there's no, there's no, um, there's no isarusa the latata. 
Ellie, it's a cutthroat world. He gam benagela adama oivid. Also relative to ha'adama oivid, the person doing the avoda. Meaning, again, up in the beginning of Oiz Gimel, so we didn't really relate to the person himself. We really said the opposite. That since the Aveda mitzad, the person, is really basically insignificant in the mitzvah, that all of the, the, the elokus of, the, of this event is all coming from above, so then the elokus is unlimited. It's not relevant. It's not relative to my Aveda from below, because there's really no Aveda from below. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that were it not for the fact that the Kaddish Baruch told me to do it, it might be a completely useless act. Wrapping black straps on your arm is of no use. Well, it's amazing use if the Abish told you to do it. It's incredible. Right? We're, but we're not going to tell we're not going to tell a non-Jew to do it. Why? It's a completely useless act for a non-Jew to wrap to fill it. Learning Torah? Worst, worthless act? The Torah that non-Jews are mutter to learn, it's mutter for them to learn? You should learn Torah. You should learn things about God. <laughs> Very important. Change their life. Right? They're chayiv to learn things about God. Okay. Right? So mitzad the person, we said that really the mitzvah, there's no aveda. Again, the, the advantage was the hamshacha, the level of elokus being drawn down. Now the Rebbe is saying that other Rebbe, there's also an advantage in the aveda of mitzvahs. What's that? I thought we said there's no aveda. But that, hainuhach, that's exactly the point. Hugam to the person doing the Aveda. In the Aveda of Achesi Ve'imi, learning Torah, and even Mesiris Nefesh, Nirgash Bedakus, it's felt, albeit in a subtle way, Dak means thin, right? But in this context, it means subtly. The Mitsius of the person, the existence of the person doing the Aveda, certainly in Talmud Torah. Mesiris Nefesh, so that's, I think that the dakus is probably more mitzad than Messiris Nefesh than in learning Torah, because in learning Torah it's very easy for a person to become quite impressed by his understanding. Or in other words, he's margish himself, right? Those high fives that happen in Zal when the Chavrusas figure out pshat, what's that? I'm margish myself, I'm very, very happy that I figured it out, right? Is that bad? I don't know, Bar Hashem, I figured something out in the time, very excited about it, but there's me there, that's me. And I'm experiencing a certain feeling of, of, li- of upliftedness by virtue of the fact that I have accomplished something. Okay, but that's real, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world, but there's me there. Okay, Mesir Nefesh? I mean, you know... The Messiris Nefesh that most of us experience is what is the level of Messiris Nefesh that the, that the Friedrich Rebbe calls Messiris Aratzen. Right? That we give away our Ratzen for the Abishter's Ratzen and do what he wants. Right? So, that, I mean, you know, the, there's different levels of Messiris Nefesh. Usually when we think of Messiris Nefesh, we think of, you know, the, the Yidden in the Soviet Union being Messir Nefesh to keep Tarn Mitzvahs. Right? Balchuva completely changing his life is Messiris Nefesh. Okay. You're telling me he's not margish himself in that experience? Of course he's margish himself in that experience, right? There's a lot of me in that. Right? Now, does that is that me bad? No, but it's there. I mean, the person's aware of the fact that they're doing something that objectively is impressive. Right? Okay, fine. 
Are, do they think they're the greatest person on earth and they give themselves medals? Hopefully not. Then, then yes. right? But, but they are aware of themselves. They're aware of the loftiness of the fact that they might have just accomplished something difficult. Okay. What, 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 do they, what do they feel? The great loftiness of his Aveda. He's aware of the fact that he's doing an Aveda, and he, well, he, he's supposed to pretend that what he's doing is a, is a Mabakach. There's nothing, no. He accomplished something very serious. Baruch Dynamis. He accomplished something very, very serious. Ha'ilui, the loftiness, the Aveda Atzma, of the Aveda itself, Aveda Deisekatara, the Aveda of learning Torah, Umikol Shekein, and all the more so Aveda de Mesiris Nefesh, Right? The, the Aveda itself is something is something of value. The Torah that I learned is of value. The Messias Nefesh that the person might have expressed is of value. Va'ilu, and also the loftiness, Shanasa al Aveidasa. And also the, the, the elevation that's brought about in the person himself by virtue of the fact that he did this Aveda. Right? Meaning it affects him also positively. And that's not that it's not true, it's true, that's real. Okay. He's, he's reached a level where he's, he's closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But closer, not means the fact that I just did an action that brought me closer, because that would be the same for mitzvahs, but that I've elevated myself to change. And Talmud Torah definitely brings about change, there's no question. I mean, it should. It doesn't have to, but theoretically it should if I learn something, so usually that affects me. Okay. Shemashpia kaviyochol. I'm sorry. Um, yes, shemashpia v'yaseir, and more than this, yaseir mizu. Shemashpia kaviyochol for Kaddish Baruch. The person who's on a state in, reaches the state of mysterious nefesh that they've actually reached the state where Chazal say about them that they affect the Kaddish Baruch positively. Okay, so the person can be aware of the loftiness of that avodah and the mitzad itself, the avodah itself. Not just the fact that it's connected to the Abishtha, but the Yavayda itself is something of, of, of worth. Ubavayda the Biti, so what about Biti? What's the advantage of Biti? Kiyama mitzvahs? And Biti is just doing mitzvahs. Just. The Rebbe didn't say just. I take out the just. Kiyama mitzvahs. Performing mitzvahs. Nirgesh abitl shalai. What does the person experience through doing mitzvahs? His, his mitzvahs? Other the opposite. Lack of mitzvahs. When a person's learning Torah, so there's a that's this is why learning Torah is such a dangerous thing, right? In Kuntras Eitzchayim, the Rebbe Shab explained it. Obviously, it's a completely holy thing, and don't shy away from it, and do it as much as you can for the rest of your life. But it has a danger. What's the danger involved? And the Rebbe Shab explains the danger based on Chazal. Chazal called Torah Balper. When we say learning, we mean Torah Balper. Chazal called Torah Balper Samachayim. The potion of life, or some amavus, the potion of death. I can tell you about Pepe, the potion of death. How can it be the potion of death? Well, we've probably all experienced it. By learning something and understanding it, I can become impressed with my own understanding. And by the when I get impressed with my own understanding, so that pushes me farther away from a Kodesh Boracle than I was before I understood it, because now I'm more impressed with myself. And the more impressed I am with myself, the farther I am away from the Abish. So, so the Chazal actually call Torah Shabbat Pes some amavus. Eitzadas Tevera. Eitzadas Tevera is 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 nigla. 
Gemara, Allah. Eight Sadas Tayfa Ra. Okay, but there's there's Tayv in it, and there's also Ra. Now, simple Pshat, Eight Sadas Tayfa Ra, you know that it's things from Tayv and Ra, that's true. But what can, a person can become very, very impressed with their own intellectual prowess when they're sitting and learning Torah. No question, they can be margish themselves. Rabbi Steinzels, I'm sure you've heard of Rabbi Steinzels, in Kuntrasayt Zechayim, which is something you should all learn, it has been translated also called the Tree of Life. In Kuntrasayt Zechayim, so the Rebbe Shab wrote Kuntrasayt Zechayim and sent it, he was, he was away in the mountains at a spa because his health wasn't good. So he wrote it to the Tmimim and sent it. I believe Kuntrasayt Zechayim is Tafresh Samak Dalit. The introduction of the Friedrich Rebbe is also astounding, amazing, incredible. Describes, amongst other things, the teg. The, the, the days when the Bachim, the Tamim used to eat in, by different houses, different people, and the effect that had on the house of a Tamim coming in. It's amazing. So, the, in Kunsay Sechayim, the Rebbe explains why it's necessary to learn Chassidus. The Eitzachayim is that, is, is Pneem Yisatar, and the Eitzachayim is that which will help learning Nigla in such a way that Nigla won't produce Yeshus, won't produce a sense of self. Okay. You have to learn, you see, it's, it's very, very important. I was explaining why the day is the day, the way it is in the Bible Yeshiva. So he said this, Rabbi talks about exactly how long they should learn. So this at the end, Rabbi talks about dividing up the classes. It's, 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 it's really, it's amazing to learn. It's very, very special. The beginning, you might, you might get a little stuck in the beginning. Don't worry, push through the beginning. Surah, you might find it difficult to understand. Push through the beginning and you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. So the the um, Rav Steins also once said that 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 learning nigla and becoming a a, a balgaiva is like a pregnant woman. She's bigger than she should be, but you can explain it, explain naturally, because it's possible to learn nigla and become impressed with your own intellectual prowess. Matter of fact, the person has to work that that shouldn't happen. The more nigla they learn. They shouldn't become a Balgaiva because they know Torah. Right? Just to work on, work on making sure that doesn't happen. Okay. He said someone who learns Chassidus and is, is a Balgaiva is someone who's very proud of himself. It's like a pregnant man. He's bigger than he should be, and there's absolutely no explanation whatsoever how that happened. Right? Because if you learn Chassidus, Chassidus is talking about how great God is, not how great we are. Right? So you should sort of figure it out. Okay, what's a mitzvah about? Mitzvah is about how great God is, not how great I am. Learning Torah, I can get carried away with my intellectual success. I understood it. I might be the best guy in class. Okay, so that might go to my head. Might, right? It can. It's not a, unusual. Matter of fact, the person who's the best in class has to work on it, not going to their head. Okay, fine. Mr. Nefesh. Also, a person who's, who's, who's accomplished something so incredible in a Veda. Now, obviously, it's in one end. Well, wait a minute. If he's Mesir Nefesh, doesn't he know it's all about the Avishter? Yeah, but I mean, in the context of the Mesir Nefesh that we were talking about before, the Balchuva doing the Mesir Nefesh necessary to completely change his life, giving away his own Ratzon for the Ratzon of the Avishter, he can be very impressed with that. He's doing something really amazing. But it, it doesn't mean that there's no him there. Right? We've talked about that. What about mitzvahs? So, I mean, the person, you know, we, we're so creative in our craziness, we can turn anything into craziness. But the basic Indian of a mitzvah is, what does that do with me? As a matter of fact, what I'm doing is irrelevant. I'm wrapping black straps on my arm. What's wrong with me? Like, I'm a lunatic. 
Right. I'm taking a green stick and a lemon with a very serious look on my face and shaking it in, in six different directions, three times each. So it will be 18. And so I shook it, I shook it four times in the course of the day, which means it's shame iron base. Four times 18 is 72. But, excuse me, I have got a clue what the hell that means. But I'm doing it with great seriousness. It is a cruel mitzvah. I think we all really like it, right? It's, it, but what am I doing? It's elokus, but it all comes to the Abishtu. And what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is, is all about our bittel to the Abishtu. Whatever, whatever he asks us to do, we'll do. Now, we get a kick out of doing it, right? But turning that into, you know, someone who says, oh, look, don't I shake lulav well? Well, that's really crap, right? Watch me shake lulav. You'll see how good I am at it. Oh, come on, give me a break. Right? What, what's the, the emphasis in the mitzvah? It's the bittel to the Amish. It's not about me, it's about him. Because what I'm doing, what I'm doing is irrelevant. I'm shaking a green stick and a lemon. Oh, but the Amish made it something. That's the, that's the dagesh. Nirgesh a bittel shalei. Hain benagel aveda atzma. Both regarding the aveda itself. That what what he's do, meaning what he's actually doing shakola vedasa his aveda he rak lekayim sivri kadosh baruch hu right is simply to fulfill the will of a kadosh baruch that's what he's doing he's not doing this meaning it might a, a per, again a person can turn anything into silliness right we're good at that we know that okay that that's just that the Abish created created us that way so we can turn a mitzvah into something that's all about my feelings of spiritual uplift in this, and so the mitzvah is all about my own yeshus. Okay. But the mitzvah itself, mitzvah the mitzvah, what is it? It's a state of complete and total self-nullification to the Abishtah, because I'm saying that what, what I do is irrelevant. What has to happen, what, you know, what I want is irrelevant. What has to happen is the, the expression of what a Kaddish Baruch wants. That's what has to be. That's the bittel of a mitzvah. And, and is it making me better? It's not making me better. Learning Torah is making me better. I know more. I might be more enlightened. Doing a mitzvah is making me better. It doesn't make you any better. Why are you any better? Because you put tefillin on this morning. What happened? What changed? Nothing happened. It's all about the Abishta. The Abishta wants my left arm to be wrapped in, or right if you're a lefty, to be wrapped in, in black straps. Okay, say that. So it's going to happen. That's the Indian of a mitzvah, right? Just like your hand is bottled to your to your to your own rutzin, right? Therefore, you don't have to you, you don't have to. I mean, you do in in a subtle way, and it happens naturally. But you don't have to actually tell your hand to do something that you want it to do. It's just completely bottled to you, so it does it, right? If you want to take a drink, so you don't have to say, okay, hand, reach out, grab the cup, and put it to my lips. Your hand just reaches out, grabs the cup, and put it to your, puts it to your lips. Because your hand is bottled to your rutzer. That's the nature of a healthy human body. If someone chas v'shalom v'chas v'shalom has neurological problems, so then that will be a very difficult thing to do, and they'll have to actually think about it, and they'll have to, you know, someone who's got a bit, had, a, had some uh, brain injury, etc., so they're going to have to learn how to do that again. 
Right. And that doesn't even have to be mamish brain injury. Just you know, your body, your body, you know, can can any injury to any part of your body will cause it to lose certain things that it does naturally. Years ago, I, I, found, I, I must say I found the whole experience fascinating, even though I would rather it didn't happen. But uh, two years ago, I just severely sprained an ankle, like really, like did a good job of ripping ligaments to bits in there. So, uh, so uh, of course, I did it three hours before I had to get on a plane from England to here. So I limped my way home. It was really not a pleasant flight, I must say, like getting on and off the plane. And of course, in Ben Gurion, you know. Usually you go through a sleeve, right? Every now and then you, they park you out there and you go down the steps onto a bus. Yeah, that day it happened to be that you know, it was really not a lot of fun. So, so I got here and my wife took me to her clinic and the, 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 the uh, what do they call the guys who deal with these sort of things? The, uh, you know, guys who deal with you know, muscles and knees and ankles. Oh, and, the, uh, uh, yeah, with an A. Uh, oh, bad night. Anyway. So, so, so fine, I went to this guy, English guy, Dafka, and it was an English hill that I fell down. So, so uh, he checked, he said, oh, you really did a good job on this. You ripped it to shreds. I said, okay, good, what should I do? He said, well, if you were an athlete, I'd operate, but you're not an athlete, and you don't really need it. So, you know, you're just going to walk around on it, right? I said, yeah, your days of soccer are over. I said, yeah, my days of soccer are over. Okay. We said, oh, just, you know, wrap it up, and you'll suffer for two weeks, and it'll be fine. So, fine. He said, then you have to do the physio. So, like, like okay, fine. So, what was... I, you know, it was just fascinating. I couldn't balance. Once it was fine, I could walk on it, no problem. Couldn't balance on my right foot. It forgot how to balance. It had to be taught again. So one of the exercises was balancing on my right foot. Now on my left foot, I had no problem balancing. I mean, what's the problem with balancing? What, am I drunk? I can't stand up. Of course you can stand up. Couldn't balance just on my right foot. I would fall over. <laughs> it just for, it. Because of the injury, it forgot how to do that because it wasn't in a state of health. But in a state of health, it knows how to do what you want to do without you telling it. Oh, okay, because it's bottled to your rutzen. That's the way the body works, right? So if something happened and you want to pick up the cup, but your wrist is sore and you can't pick it up, so you go, oh my gosh, I can't pick it up. But usually, you just pick it up. Okay? That's called bitl. Okay, now what if... The, what? you're doing with your body is not your Ratzon, it's the Ebishter's Ratzon. So then you're bottled to him. That's what a mitzvah is. My hand is bottled to me, so my hand is reaching out and putting the cup to my lips. Excuse me, I'm going to take a drink. And all the different parts of my body were completely bottled to the me in there that wanted to take a drink. And I didn't have to tell them what to do, they just do it. Okay. What if the Abishter says, take a drink? Whose hand is picking up the cup? Whose lips are drinking? Whose throat is swallowing? His. It's all him. That's a mitzvah. That's tzavta. That's the keyboard. Mitzvah, milosh, and tzavta. A mitzvah. Connects us to the Abishter. And so what, that's all about bitl. It's like your hand is bottled to you. So you're bottled to the Abishter when you do the Abishter's will. Just like your hand is bottled to you when your hand does your will. It's just you. And, and you, your hand is thin. Oh, man, I picked up the cup so well. I'm so... Can you imagine if your hand was busy doing that? Was, excuse me, I'm, I'm busy uh, endorsing myself. I can't pick up the cup. I want another drink. No, no, but I'm busy over here. I did so well last time. I'm giving myself a little, a little rest over here, and I'm, I'm getting a medal soon. It's cracked. 
it's all about bittel. That's what a mitzvah is. Also regarding the amshacha, like we learned earlier, the level of godliness drawn down is a higher level of godliness. Why? Because it's not so much a function of my aveda, because there's not so much aveda. It's my non-being as opposed to my being that's involved in the mitzvah. The zeshal yedekiyim a mitzvah that that which happens through the performance of mitzvahs nimshach atzmus or ein seif that atzmus or ein seif is drawn down the essence of godly light is drawn down who loy mitzad in yane shal adam hamakayim is a mitzvah. It's not so much. It's not at all because I've reached such a level that I'm able to draw down that level of light through my mitzvah. That's exactly what the altar rebbe asks in Tanya. What's kavana for? What do I need kavana for? What can I possibly add to the mitzvah through my kavana? And you look there, right? The beginning of the forties. Hulei mitzad in yana shela adam amakayim as a mitzvah. Ella mipneisha mitzvah sim rotsin utsivri atzmus. The mitzvahs are the rotsin of the abster atzmus. It's what atzmus wants. Why? Kacha. And what difference does it make what he wants? If he were to want it literally, mamish. Now he doesn't. But were he to, we would do it. If the Ebrister wanted us every day at Chatzoy Seyurim to go out in the middle of the street, stand on our head and say hallelujah and then get back on our feet and walk away, then that's what we would do. What difference does it make? And again, what's any, how is that any different than shaking a lulav and an esrog? Why is that more normal? Well, it's just because you know you're used to that. Right? Wait until you start putting, I mean, some of you, may, you know, some of you might, but wait until you, you know, start putting on a white cape with the black straps that you uh, wear, you know, and, and you're diving in an airport and people just think, wow, this guy is just budget the water. Look at this guy. We, you know, we walk up to, you know, check in at the airport, think we look normal. You know? Oh, there's a wild one, three back in business. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's got, you know, strings hanging out of his pants and, you know, I mean, what's with this guy? Okay. Look, there's a woman wearing clothes. What's wrong with her? You know, this is from woman in line. <coughs> Remember once davening in Boston. It, it, it was actually interesting because you know Boston's right on the East Coast. It's on the ocean. The airport is right on the ocean, and and and, and I, you know I figured out where East was, and I had the, and, and I had an early morning flight, so I had the daven Nates. So meaning. You know, I had to wait until Nate's to daven. You know, so that, so, so I timed it. Just, I, mean, I knew I timed it just right because I was. At, I went to a quiet gate. I was flying Delta. Went in the Delta section, a quiet gate, all the way at the end where no one would bother me, and I could daven. So, so I, it, was, it was. It worked out perfectly. So I, as I as I started Shemana Esra, I saw this literally just right in front of me through the window over the ocean. Saw the sun coming up, and then a plane went through and there was sun on top and sun on the bottom it was one of those great pictures but I was just you know in my dolls and chill and so I wasn't you know start taking pictures I didn't have in those days there weren't phones for pictures anyway <coughs> these things called cameras so 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 I was davening over there, and, and some guy comes walking along, you know, duh, 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 just, you know, he's got nothing to do at six in the morning in an airport, and it's pretty quiet, and he's got his coffee, and he's just walking up and down. And, and, and I was in a little sleeve off to the, off to the side, so, so, so he comes down along the big picture window, which is really, it's gorgeous, you know, looking out over the ocean, the runway in the ocean. He walks along, and he sees me, and he just said, and, he, and, and then he tries to pretend that it was, you know, nothing happened, like he's cool. And he goes back. I just had this feeling, you know, sometimes you just have a feeling. It, he was obviously part of a group. 
I just had this feeling, something that, that it's not ending here, right? <laughs> one by one, about 15 people came, you know, just sauntering along. This whole group, you must have been with a group of 20 people, because they just kept coming, you know, in twos and threes, these people, to look at this weirdo in a, in a, in a white cape with black boxes on his head. Right? We think it's normal. It is normal, but it's weird, right? You know, out from some other point of view. Okay, so why do we do that? Because that's what the Abish wants. What difference does it make? Or through this bitl, he becomes a klilor shenimshach al yedeya mitzvahs. Oh, this is where the kavana comes in, right? To the extent that a person is more bottle in terms of his own conscious reality, to that extent, he'll actually become a kli for this incredible level of elokus that he's drawing down. Right? If he's not a kli, he still draws down the elokus into the world. It's, right? The, the question is, how, do, how much does the mitzvah affect him? So that, interestingly enough, will be a function of his own bitl. Right? Where he's holding in this whole thing. Now, you know, where he's holding is where he's not holding, meaning how much this is not him. It's not about him. V'zehu, and this is pshat ki hineniba, that I'm coming, v'shachanti v'seichech, and I'll dwell amongst you, sham shocha dehineniba. This <coughs> drawing down of hineniba, which we saw at the very beginning of today's year, but, uh, you know, we reviewed what we saw at the end of last, hineni, that I'm muhan, it's all coming from me, ba, that I'm coming right, mamish, I myself am coming down in, in Teilamaza, atzmus, or reinsef, sham shochad hineni ba, ani ba'atzmi kaviyochal, I myself, so to speak, he b'seicheich, it's in you, b'pnimius, v'shechanti b'seicheich. So that's biti. And that's why it says bastziyah. Because Batsian on a certain level is the highest level. Oh, hold on a second. But, but what about Achi and Achoisi and Imi? Those are real. So now the Rebbe continues. But Sarek Lavin, we have to understand. The cave and she Imi, he evaded the Messiris Nefesh. That since Imi is Messiris Nefesh, and what's Messiris Nefesh if not Bittel? Messiris Nefesh is the ultimate expression of Bittel. That I'm moving myself aside and putting a Kodesh Baruch in the forefront. That it might be, I mean, the ultimate Messiris Nefesh, it might be life threatening, or Messiris Nefesh within the context of, of our, our everyday life, moving my Ratzon aside. Messiris Nefesh is Messiris Haratzon, the Frida Gabi explains in many places. I mean, Bechal, it's explaining this, but the Frida Gabi is generally used as the home address for that idea. Messir Zaratzon, you move your own will out of the way and allow a Kaddish Baruch Hu's will to be the governing force in your life. That's Messir Nefesh. So that's Bittl. Why isn't that a greater state of Bittl? The Jew putting on tefillin in the airport, embarrassed putting on tefillin, as opposed to Mendel Futterfoss. Mendel Futterfoss isn't on a higher level than that Jew putting on the tefillin? How can that possibly be? We just said Biti is the highest. Well, but wait a minute. Mendel and that guy? That guy's doing the beaty of it. He might even be embarrassed. Okay, beside it doesn't matter, but he's doing the beat. He's doing it. The Messiah's nefesh who in a bitl. Ubefrat, particularly Lafia Muvelil, based on that which was brought earlier. The Atara Sheitra Knesset Israel. The crown that Am Yisrael, Knesset Israel. The, 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 that we crowned, and that's Imai, that we crowned like Kaddish Baruch Hu. How is it that we put this crown? This is through first saying Nasa and then Nishma, which is a state of Bittl, 
meaning I am bypassing my intellectual understanding of reality and connecting myself to your will, Mesiris Nefesh, right? That's why we say that Nasev was an expression of Mesiris Nefesh, meaning it, based on my own experience of my own existence, it's very reasonable for me to come to some intellectual conclusion as to what's reasonable and then act in accordance with that conclusion. Okay, that, that's reasonable. But that's not what the Eden did. The Eden said, no, no, that's not what it's about. First Nasser. We're moving our will, our intellect, everything about us, it's all moved to the side. The only thing that matters is what you say to do. Will we come to understand it? Yes, we'll come to understand it. That's what we talked about yesterday. We'll get a crown for Nishma. Because our Nishma is bottled to the Nasser. Our Nishma isn't the source of things. It's just that which is used in the context of what you want it used for. Why do we learn what we learn? We learn what we learn because the Abraham wants us to learn what we learn. I find it interesting. I don't find it interesting. What, what difference does it make? Hmm? Ayid came to the Tzemach Sedek and complained that he had no cheshek in learning. He didn't enjoy learning. Tzemach Sedek said, I, I'm, I'm jealous. I do enjoy learning. What am I supposed to do? Meaning you learn, why are you learning? Because the Abishah said to learn, because you don't really enjoy it. But the Abishah told you to do it, so you're doing it. I like it. So the Semuk says, what am I supposed to do? I like it. So I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, even the Abishah didn't tell me to do it, I would do it, because I like it. Next time you don't have a cheshek to learn, remember that story. Just sit down and learn. Open the book and be quiet and learn, and just get it done, and everything will work out. All right? You're on a higher level than the Tzemach Sedek, according to the Tzemach Sedek, based on that story. Don't get all excited about a higher level than the Tzemach Don't, do Don't start, uh, you know, accepting kvitlach. We reach this very, very serious level. Meaning, everything the Rebbe said, what's the Rebbe doing? Everything the Rebbe said up until now is amazing, beautiful, incredible. But now the Rebbe is asking a very basic question. Hold on a second. Mysterious Nefesh is a serious avayda. How can you say that Stama Yid putting on tefillin without thinking about it is a, is, is a higher expression of his connection to the Abish to the Mysterious Nefesh? We don't tell stories about that, Jew. We sit down and for and say, oh, yes, sir, I went to shul. There were 23 guys and they all put on tefillin. Oh, l'chaim. Oh, yo, yo. That's not what happens. We tell a story about Rebbe Mendel's Mysterious Nefesh in Russia. And then we go, whoa, wow. Oh, yo, yo. Right? Well, you see that guy? Look, wow. Hey, look, Gary made a bracha. Whoa! <laughs> that isn't what happens, right? So why not? Because the hamshacha of Gabi making that bracha is greater than the hamshacha of Mendel's Messias Nefesh. Well, how does that work? I mean, the Rebbe has to explain that to us, right? It's all very nice. But Messias Nefesh is Messias Nefesh. It's serious. Shabitl dahagdomis nasil nishma. The bittel that's expressed by first saying Nasa Nishma, who ha bittel labal harotzer, is a bittel labal harotzer to the one who has the rotzer, as opposed to the rotzer itself. It's bittel to the Abishta. Chosidus talks about a great line. There's, a, there's being bottled to the Abishta's rotzer. You do what the Abishta wants, and then there's being bottled to the Abishta. That's Balarat, the one who has the desire. Hmm. Remember once sitting in Fabrengen, someone said, 
he was talking about Hasidim, but he said Yidim, and he was, he was, you know, he was, he was talking, you know, what, what does Hasidus teach us? And I said, Yidim, Yidim aren't into Torah and Mitzvahs. Yidim are into the Ebishter. What's the Ebishter into? Torah and Mitzvahs. So into Torah and Mitzvahs. <laughs> oh, that's a very important thing to understand. Why do why are we into Torah and Mitzvahs? Because the Ebishter's into Torah and Mitzvahs, and if the Ebishter into something else, we'd be into that, whatever he wants. Happens to be what he wants. It's called Torah and Mitzvahs. So we're into Torah and Mitzvahs. Mahia Mailif, that's the case. Then Maya Mailif, a bitl de biti, a bitl de imi. So then what's so great about the bitl of biti relative to the bitl of imi? Because isn't the bitl of imi also unbelievable bitl? Adarabba, I'm bitl to the Balharatsan. The Mesa, the one who's Mesa Nefesh is saying. It's not so much even the rutzen of the Abishter, it's the Abishter himself. Whatever the Abishter wants. Can't separate from the Abishter. Right? The, the famous line, Azoiv and This is the way it is, and there is no other way. Right. One of the three answers given to Rav Meshe, that, that the story that, that Rabbi Vichlin told you on Yud Beis Tammuz, the three chassidim who went into Rav Moshe Feinstein and learned with him, and Rav Moshe was so blown away, and he asked them, you know, how could you pass, how did you, how did, how did you do this? So the third answer was, do we have a choice? <laughs> what choice was there? So even at that, right? was, was a choice not to learn Torah? So we learned Torah. Okay. Remember the order. The first answer, I think, was Abba Rebbe. The second answer was Chassidus. And the third answer was Zoyv and Netanyahu. Was the other one, maybe the other way around. First Chassidus, then Rebbe. I don't remember. Who was asked first? Anybody remember the names? It was, Yank, I mean, I remember two of them. I just remember the third. Yankel Nautik was one. And, and uh, Motok Kozliner. Who was the third Chassid who went to Rav Moshe? Remember? Don't remember. So what the Rebbe asked, what's the mile of the Bittal of Bitiyal, the Bittal of Imi? V'yesh lemer b'zeh, we can explain. Sh'abittal d'agdomes nasilim nishma. The bittel of Nasev and Ishma, who she Yisrael kiblu aleim el malchus Am Yisrael took upon themselves the yoke of the kingship of heaven. We did something. Velochen, something amazing, not chos v'shalom belittling it. Amazing thing that that set the course for the the rest of history. Velochen afsha bittel the kabbalas el malchus Even though this bittel of kabbalas all, who is. It's not only relevant to his power of action. That he'll do everything he's commanded to do. Elegam, but also it affects it affects Betsimitsiusa, the the essence of his being. Because after all, Kabbalah soul affects who I am, what I am, everything about me. Shekol Mitsuyusa, his whole being, his whole existence. Whose is this Shahu Avdeshala Melech that he's the Evid of the Melech, the servant of the king, Melech Malchem Lochimakadish Borhu, King of Kings. Now the Rebbe says an amazing thing. Mikomok. Cave in Shekabolis Ul Malchushamai. But since this Kabolis O 
comes as a result of, it comes from the person himself. This person was Makabalol. Shahu, he, this person, as a Metsias unto himself. I mean, he's giving away that Metsias to a certain degree, but as a person, what's he doing? He's making a decision. A necessary decision. An essential decision. Shahu, that he is accepted upon himself to be an Evan of the Melech. In this bitl, it's mixed. Right? It's mixed in. The Metsius of the person being the Kabbalah. What's the last? What? That the, the existence of the person who is Makabalol is mixed in with the Kabbalah soul that he's doing. I mean he, he, I mean, he won't say about himself, but you and I can say about him, oh, he's a Kabbalah Solnik. So there's a he who's a Kabbalah Solnik. Now, that, not that that shouldn't be, that has to be. But there's still a him there. <laughs> the Rebbe just is like, he's just pulling out our kishkas here. Wait a minute. Guys, a Kabbalah Solnik, like Messiris Nefesh, okay, Messiah, but there's still a there's still a Mendel there, who's Messiah Nefesh, but he's a Mendel. All he cares about is you, Abishter, okay, Messiah, but there's a Mendel that cares about me. Gam Metziusa Shalada, Val Derech Zeu Benegel Messiris Nefesh the Bechinas Imi. Also regarding the Messiris Nefesh of Imi, meaning the, the, here the Rebbe was talking about Kabbalah Soul of Nasa Venishma. But also the Kabbalah soul of Yimi, the Mesiris Nefesh. She Mesiris Nefesh, Yimi Tzad Teva Neshama. The Mesiris Nefesh, where is it coming from? The nature of the Neshama. So on one level, what's Mesiris Nefesh? Again, not that this is bad. It's just that the Rebbe is just, you know, being minateach. He's just defining reality. Mesiris Nefesh, where is it coming from? And we talk about this all the time. The, essence, uh, the essence of me. The essence of me. Now, the essence of me is a place where there's no me and there's only the Abish Abisader, but it is my essence. The etzim and the shama. My etzim and the shama. Yes, that etzim and the shama is a place where I'm bottled, but it's my etzim. Isn't that what Messiris Nefesh is? Isn't Messiris Nefesh simply an expression of the, of the true nature of a yid, that a yid can't be separate from the Abish We've seen it in a, recently in a number of my mind that we've learned. That's the nature of Messiris Nefesh. A yid can't be separate from the Abish can't do something but in a state of health that you can't do something against the Russian of the Abishter. And and the Rebbe in explaining in the Frida Rebbe in, in Basilagani in explaining Ruach Shtus. What does he how does he point to the to the to the Shtus of it all? That same Jew will be Mesir Nefesh five minutes later for something where, where it's absolutely clear that if he if he separates if he does this affair he's separate from the Abishter. He was speaking Lushan Hara about Shmerel and Shul five minutes ago, but now he won't tell the Russian where Shmerel is. He's most in Nefesh. Why? Because that's the nature of it. He doesn't want to be separate. So does that mean he's reached a high level? Of course that means he's, that's very serious. That's real. But still him. So it's an aspect of him. Damiti sabitl. True bitl. Hukasha bitl mitzada other. The bitl is coming solely from the other. There's no value in the bitl other than the fact that this is the Abish. And where do you see that most powerfully? In a mitzvah. Again, yes, you and I can mess it up by throwing all sorts of stuff into the mitzvah. Okay, but if I take all that stuff out, what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is the purest expression of eloquence. 
to the mitzvahs. And we try to like, you know, decorate it with all sorts of stuff. So you ever watch the Rebbe doing the mitzvah? See a pshitas. Right? Nothing's happened. Just, just the mitzvah. Look, it's not bouncing around. And, it's Rebbe Davin. His Davin is just. to me or B'nai Yisrael Avadim, their, their servants. Avadayim, they're my servants. Asher etzesi amir etzusam. I took them out of Mitzvah. Tzesh Yisrael him Avadim shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That that which were the Avadim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why does it say we're the Avadim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Because we chose to be the Avadim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? No. Because the Amish that made us is Avadim. Who? Loi mitnei shehem kiblu el malchuse izbar. It's not that they, ex- we did accept upon ourselves Mal- Malchus by Matan Torah, 100%. And that's necessary. It has to happen. There is a me that has to do the Aveda that me has to do. But there's also an Aveda that's completely transcendent of me, and that's the mitzvah. But there's a me. I, you, you, me has to learn Torah. Me has to get to a level of mysterious Nefesh. Me has to be Makabalol. Me, me has to be a Kabbalah Zolnik, 100%. But there's a me. And then there's a level where there's really no me. Why the mitzvah? Why are you doing that? Kaka, this is what David's doing. What's he got to do with me? I mean, I'm, I'm doing it. But it's like your hand picking up a cup. Why is he doing it? I don't know. He wants a cup. It's got to do with me. Huloi rak, it's not only. Mipnei Shehem, because they, Kiblu El Malchusa Yisbar, Elegam, Mipnei Shehkadosh Baruch Hu, Hetzir Samia Esmeswam, Kadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzvah. Sha'al Yedei Zehem Mukrochim Yisavadim. It's a hard line to understand. Meaning, we understand, you know, we all get it makif. Okay. Meaning, since the Eishter took us out, so then we have to be as a Vodim. Meaning, what the Rebbe is saying, it's explained as follows. There's two sides to us being an Evid. There's my accepting upon myself being an Evid. And then there's the existential reality that I am an Evid, whether I accept it or not. So that's what the Rebbe is talking about here. The very fact that the Ebishter took us out of Mitzrayim means we're his Avatik. Do I accept that? Oh, okay, so that's my Avid. I have to accept that. Something that every single one of us has to do. Kabbalah Sel Malchut Shemayim. Like, the, the Abishter is Melech. Do I accept the Abishter as king or not? Well, that's up to me. But is the Abishter Melech? The Abishter is Melech. So here, in this passage, what aspect of our Avdus is being, is being emphasized? Not mitzad our Kabbalah. Mitzad the Etzim Metzias. What's a Yid? An Ebed. He's bottled to the Abishter. That's what he is. Inyans and Nimshach Be'ikr. And when was this drawn down most powerfully? B'Shas Matan Torah. 
when we were Makabalim, then we brought it into a state of reality. But the, 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 the fact that we're the Abishters of Adim, <coughs> that was already reality. How? The Abishters took us out of Mitzrayim, or of Adim, Kachas. Time to go a little further? Go a little further. Based on what we just said, we can explain the advantage of the Bittal of Biti and the advantage of the Bittal of Imi, because that was our question. Said, wait a minute, it's very well and good to say that mitzvahs is the highest state of bittel. Okay, I understand it on a certain level, but the serious nefesh is the ultimate in Avedah. So how can you possibly say that that biti is higher than imi? And and the advantage of the advantage, and now we're talking in the context of bittel. The advantage of biti is the bittel of biti. What is the bittel of imi is so much greater. Remember, Mendel is not more bottle than the simple Jew putting on tefillin somewhere in a shul in, in, in Talpio. Even though the bitl of biti, which is the yoke of mitzvahs, is only relevant to, to action, Right? That's all we're talking about. That a person does that which he's commanded to do. That's biti. Vabitl de'imi. And we said, we just said, bitl de'imi, which is what? Hadamas nasal anishma. Reaching this incredible state of, of, of first nasal anishma, which is ol malchus shemayim. Hu be'etzim That's really all about the essence of his being. It affects everything about the person. The Kabbalah Solnik, everything he does is connected to the Ebeshtuk. Because he's a Kabbalah Solnik, he's an Evid. That's, that's his whole Metzius. The Evid, when he has a day off, is still an Evid. I mean, there's no day off, right? But even if the Evid has a, has a day off where he's not working, who is he? He's an Evid. When Eliezer goes to find a Shidduch for, for, for Avram, how does he introduce himself? Evid Avram Anechi. Evid Avram Anechi. I'm the Evid of Avram Avinu. Right. He doesn't say, my name's Eliezer, whatever his last name was, or Domestic Eliezer. Right? My name, my, who am I? Ebed Avram. Right? Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? I'm a Shalich Lubavitcher Rebbe. How are you? What's your name? Right? Can you imagine a Shalich introducing himself that way? Yes, 100%. Right? Now, if it's coming from Pneumius, then what does it mean? Because he sees that's who he is. His home is He's a shaliach, the rabbi. That's what he's doing. That's what his life's about. Okay, fine. It's called Bittl. That we, that we, there's so much about shalichas that we learn from that story. Learn, learn, what, if you want to do yourself a favor to understand what shlichus is and not shlichus with a capital shin so you get to eat in a banquet uh, once a year in some big hall in New Jersey but shlichus meaning you're a shaliach of the Ebersh and Elam Hazer so learn Parshas Chayasara Tavshin Nun Beis the Rebbe's Sicha that he said to the shluchim in Kinas HaShluchim Parshas Chayasara Breshis Tavshin Nun Beis absolutely astounding the Rebbe explains the whole story of Eliezer and how you learn what shlichus is from Eliezer. Mitzad echad, Eliezer is Ebed Avram All complete and total bitl. Mitzad Sheni, interestingly enough, Avram didn't tell Eliezer anything 
about how to do what it was that he was supposed to do, and that all came from Eliezer. Eliezer himself, inside his own seichel, and his own midas, figured out how to do what had to be done. Avram didn't tell him, go there and do this. He didn't tell him anything. He just said, go get me a wife. Go get my son a wife. Yes, no, schnell. Go. Okay. He goes. How am I supposed to do this? <laughs> he didn't tell me. And Rebbe explains that enough that, that what, what Shlich is all about. Shlich is all about the Yichud of Man Ban, the joining together of Bittel and Matthias, for all intents and purposes. Ma is Bittel. Ma, Mani. Ma, what am I? And what's ban? Ban is Malchus, Selamaz. Yitzchak is Ma, Rivka is Ban. The Shirach is the Yichud of Man Ban. That's what life is all about. Bringing into the Matthias of the Ban, into the Matthias of this world, the recognition of a complete and total bitl to a Kaddish Baruch. So Mitzadachad, you're Ma. Mitzadachani, wait a minute. You have to use your seifel and your midas to figure out how to express the Abishu's desires. Now, I mean, the Abishu told you basic things in terms of what to do, but he didn't tell you how to do it. Right? Why do we forbring? Forbring about it. How do, you, how do you do this? Okay, I know what I'm supposed to do, theoretically, but how do I... I want to be a chassid, okay? I don't know, so how do I do that? What's that about? How do you do it? Talk about it. Bring them up. So El Malchushimayim affects the the essence of his being. Who's Eliezer? But completely bottled Avram. That's who he is. He doesn't even have a name. You'll notice in the whole story of the of the Shlichus of Eliezer to find Rivka. Why he's never made, he's not called Eliezer. At no point in the in the story is he called Eliezer. He's called Ha'evet. The Evet said. The Evet did. He doesn't have a name. Before he has a name and after he has a name. In the story, no name. Because he, he's not there. It's not him. It isn't about him. That's a very high level. That's that's Kabbalah's own. Ki the Yisrael, this yoke, the Yisrael, l'kayim as a mitzvah, shenitnu b'matan Torah, to to accept the mitzvahs that were given in matan Torah. Who mipnei is because she b'matan Torah, at the time of matan Torah, also Hakadosh Baruch Hu oisam lavadim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu made us avadim, amiti sabitl. It's not that we elevated ourselves to a particular state. The Abishter took us to that state. He created that reality. He imposed that reality on us. And that's the, the, the that's the Vayesh that that which is, it's explained in a number of places. Whenever there's a footnote, you look down, you can see where it is. The Bas, who Bechinus Makabel, what did we say about Biti? That she's the mekabela, she receives. She doesn't give of herself. It, meaning, because she's so bottle. And we saw that as the lowest level at first. The lace lay. There is not to her, migarme from herself, klum. Literally, lay is him. And it's describing malchus. The sphere of malchus is not a source of light, it's a receptacle of light. It's the kli that receives all of the light of the spheres above, and they're all received and collected, so to speak, in Malchus. Now, that Malchus becomes the source of the next world, but in that context, that's not Malchus, it's Ketzer. 
It's Kesser of the next world. Right? So Malchus of Atzilus is Kesser of Bria. Right? In its function as Malchus, it's a receptacle. It's the, 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 receiving and, 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 and embodying all of the light of the spheres above it. Specifically, Zor, the six, six meters. So what do we say about Malchus? The Leisle Migarme Klum. She has no light of her own. Like what? What's a, what's a muscle for Malchus? In the world you live in that has no light of its own, it just is a receptacle for light from somewhere else? The moon. The moon is Malchus. The moon is, the, is, 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 is Davka Malchus. Vahu rak mekabel mashanesim le'milamayla. Malchus is that which receives that which it is given from above. So that's also Bas. Hakavana bezehu, the intention in all this, who shegam ha bittel to Kabbalah's all. Even this bittel of Kabbalah's all. Who loimi shel atzme. It's not a function of a person's own Aveda that a person himself has come to the level of realizing that he must be a Kabbalah's olnik. But other Abba, being an evid of the Abish, there is an existential reality, and the same way you don't choose to have two hands, you don't choose to be an evid of the Abish. You just are. That's Biti. Imi is where I'll, on a certain level, is where I'll make the choice. Now, there's an advantage of that because that's my Aveda, and there's, there's no question the Aveda is very, very serious Aveda. Fine. Whereas the level of biti is what is a bittel so powerful? It's not even you're not. It's not even you making a choice. It's an existential reality. The Abish is melech and I'm his evid and the zoygate. What does it get to do with me? I, what I chose that? I didn't choose that. I didn't, I didn't come to any state of understanding. That's just reality. For somebody that's a bal teshuva, he chose in a certain sense to take on. 100. Yes, 100%. What you're saying is absolutely true. That's always, that's, it, it, and it, it's not even in the Balchuva. In the Balchuva, it's, it's, it's very obvious. But not even in the Balchuva. Any, any from person is going to have both of these levels, I think. Meaning, there's a level that I'm making a decision regarding what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, etc., etc. And that's a good decision and a positive decision and an amazing decision in Kolokavod. And it has to be made, that decision, because that's part of my reality. Okay. But a person can also touch a point in themselves where it's not so much a decision. It's just an existential reality. That's BT. It's just who I am. Now, th- that doesn't take away the avoid of my conscious reality also making decisions in life. Of course, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're, you're, you're never going to lose your conscious reality. That's you. And hopefully that conscious reality is aligned with you know, the, 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 the proper sources of being so that those conscious decisions will always be proper and, and healthy and, and holy conscious decisions. For sure, that's a vayda. 100%. But the Rebbe's talking about a level of, of, of connection to the Ebishter that's beyond that of Vayda. It's just, it's just what is. And that's Biti. Because it's not Mitzad me, it's Mitzad him. Why, bottom line, why are you a yid? Just to make you hear that, I mean, that's just the way it is, right? Oh, you now have all sorts of obligations and opportunities in life because the Abishta made you a yid, right? 
you can look at it as all as obligations and you'll be depressed all, you know, for the rest of your life and you look at it all as opportunity and you'll be very bizimical. That's, you know, people who you know, see it all as an obligation, you know, gen- tend to walk around looking pretty sad. The story that Tzadik said, the guy thought, what Tzadik looked at as opportunity and the other guy looked at as obligation. Right. He was that to be a simple guy. Um, yeah, but, but, but because, because the guy, but you see, other the, the Tzadik said, this guy had no cheshik. Why did he have no cheshik? You're right, because he was looking at it only as an, as an obligation and he just had no energy for the obligation. So the Tzadik said, said, okay, based on that low level you're in, you're actually able to do something quite astounding, which is what? Just do it anyway. And that's Kabbalah's all, and that's Kadis Kafya Sitrach, which we learned in, in, in Bazi Lagani. Right? right? What's understanding of that line? We, we, I asked you to explain it, right? That, that when you subdue the Sitrach, so you bring about a revelation of the light that exists in all of the worlds equally. That's the Pshat, i.e. Sevev. That's the that's what we okay, so there's a there's an incred that's that's an incredible thing. There's no question. But there's something there's something beyond that. Biti, the Rebbe is saying is this this existential state of being that's imposed from above. The Abish there's Melech and I'm Evid. Why? Oh, he decided. It's so interesting. In Basi Lagani, what does the Rebbe say? And the, the, when the Rebbe talks about. The seventh generation, Leilafi Bechirasenu, Leilafi Avedasenu, and the Rebbe says it twice. It's not in accordance with our choice. It's not in accordance with our Aveda, meaning we reach this level. And then once the Rebbe says Veloilafi Ritzenenu, it's not in accordance with our will. And the second down the Rebbe says Vafilu Leilafi Ritzenenu, it's not even according to our will. So the Rebbe seems to be sort of hinting at the fact that he's not really interested, <laughs> but. We're the seventh generation. <coughs> Where the generation is going to bring Mashiach. Now, what do you say? What do you mean? You don't want to. Why would we not want to be the generation to bring Mashiach? Well, because that's going to entail all sorts of things that are completely different than the generations before. Guess what this generation is going to be doing? Much more involved in Elam Haza than any generation before. Right? Look at what Hasidim do today as opposed to Hasidim of the last generation. And I'm not thinking about the green suits with the pale green shirt that matches, you know, and the tie and the fancy shoes and the Lexus as they drive to go raise money from someone to support their Chabad house. I'm not talking about that. But that is also part of it. Meaning we're put in Elamaza and, 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 and told to like deal with Elamaza in a way that no other generation of Hasidim have ever been asked to do. It's going to be, you know, it's, it, 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 it's a real challenge. Remember one of the most real for, oh, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Happy, you know what that happened? Like it's 20 after and you're chilled and then all of a sudden there's 25 to all. Stop it. I'll just tell you a quick story. That um, 